0: Hi, it's Jennifer and I am here to talk to you about the astrology that is going on right now. So I am primarily talking about uh, the week of June 12th through the 18th, maybe into the 19th a little bit of 2022, but there's a lot of stuff going on before that. So I need to backtrack a little bit. So what we're doing is I want to talk about some of the stuff that has been going on lately. Um, Of course, we had a lunar eclipse in May, um, May 16th. Well, depending on your time zones, it could also be May 15th. Um, But that lunar eclipse was hitting some specific signs pretty hard, right? It was hitting all the fixed signs, cardinal signs. Okay, see, you know, I always have to look back at my notes. So where it was hitting hardest is um, the fixed suns of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. So this is the gift that keeps on giving this lunar eclipse. So it didn't just, it wasn't just like a like, one week thing or a one day thing. This is the thing that is going to keep going. It's going to keep going for months. So batten down the hatches. It's going to get weird. Mm, Yeah. And I I say this like about Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius. It if it's not your sun sign, if it's your sun, moon or rising or if you have a lot of that in your chart, this is something that you really do need to pay attention to because this is like it's going to continue it's not just a one-week thing. It's not just a one-time thing. This is going to keep going for probably another four to six months. I know. Especially like as we start easing out of all the retrogrades that we're having. So right now we have Pluto in retrograde. We have Saturn in retrograde. Mercury went direct on June 3rd. Saturn went retrograde on June 4th. Whew. Boy, that was close. Because Saturn going retrograde is a a kick in the pants. Um, You know, Saturn is the disciplinarian. He is the the grandfather, the old man of the Zodiac. (laughs) One astrology class that I took said that he was like the high school principal. I believe that. Saturn is definitely all of those things. So... We made a post on Metaphysical Roundtable's social media that when Saturn went retrograde, that this was a time to work on our inner selves. Absolutely true, 100%. Right now, Saturn is stationed in Aquarius. So Aquarius is sort of the free thinker, okay? And so we have to stop and look, okay, Saturn is in this free thinker uh, sign, what does it make us do? It makes us think, what is keeping us from our free thinking? What is keeping us from our growth? Is it fears? Is it limitations? Is it boundaries? Is it overcommitting ourselves? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that happens a lot to Virgos. That's me. Um, but what are the things that are keeping us from that? freedom that Aquariuses love that like you know ability to just say hey I'm gonna do this and then just like head out the door they're a very interesting little (laughs) bunch of people I love some Aquariuses and if you have like a lot of that in your chart a lot of Aquarius in your chart you probably are a A free thinker, and you don't like to be stifled. So, when we have these come up, we have to address that and say, What is inhibiting me? What's keeping me back? Is it fear? Is it limitations that I'm imposing or somebody else is imposing? The world, you know, like at large, what is it imposing? But also, it's like, What kind of commitments are we doing to distract us or to keep us from? like going further? Or are we over committing ourselves because we're just like, oh, well, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. I, people do this. I just want to let you know. Um, and boundaries. Boundaries are a big one. So when we're not, oh my goodness, when we're not um, holding our boundaries, like sacred when we're not like establishing boundaries with people that are around us and we just say no like this is not okay I'm not accepting any more of this from you or like we we need to have some boundaries and it's okay to say that like I appreciate it when somebody tells me that versus just not saying anything like I don't I don't know how to handle that but a lot of people don't want to speak up they don't want to speak up about their fears they don't want to speak up about the fact that they've overcommitted themselves they don't want to like do that it you know that ties them up so that's a whole nother story and that's outside of saturn retrograde that's another retrograde but right now so we have pluto and saturn retrograde Neptune is going to join this retrograde later in June, like the last week of June. I think it is the 28th. Let's consult the notes, shall we? It is the 28th. It is on a new moon. That's that Neptune goes retrograde and joins this. Um, but Neptune while stationed in Pisces, which this is who Neptune rules. So it's perfect. um, this is going to be a time where the rose colored glasses are like ripped off. We're going to start going, Oh my gosh. Like I've been delusional about that. This is not, this isn't real. This isn't happening. Yeah. So that's it. This is huge. Okay. So it's a good time for us to address some of these fears, limitations, lack of boundaries, whatever. And, Before Neptune joins this little party, um, if we address it and start working on it, then once Neptune enters the retrograde party, it's not going to be as difficult for us to see like what we are like hiding from ourselves. What we are like, you know, is this something, is this a boundary that I haven't been seeing because, again, Neptune's going to rip those ro- rose-colored glasses right off. And if we are not prepared for that, that is going to be a bandage that hurts when we snatch that off and when uh, Neptune goes retrograde. I know. I kind of like the illusion that, retro- that Neptune gives, especially when he's in Pisces. But I know. Sometimes I like that illusion. It's just, yeah, you know, lots of fun. So with Mercury going direct, now Mercury is sliding his way out of Taurus so that we can get out of our head about all all of our problems. And Mercury is going back into Gemini on June 13th. I'm so happy about that because we need, it's kind of crazy because Mercury loves to be in Gemini. Mercury rules Gemini. Mercury also rules Virgo. Um so when we get to that place of Mercury and Gemini, you're gonna start seeing a lot more frivolity. The problem with that is is that Mercury and Gemini drags us in like fifty different directions at once. I know it goes like all which way but loose. I mean it's just like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. And it's just like, it's like a bee hopping from flower to flower to flower, like collecting, collecting, collecting. But we're going out there with all these ideas and just like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. And these are really, really good ideas. However, not all of them are going to be locked in. Not all of them are going to be in a place where we can be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to finish that. So while Mercury is in Gemini, My thought is, I know my thought, my thought is you need to make a list. You need to make a list of all these really great ideas. And by the way, Geminis do not like lists. And it's really hard because like I do have Gemini in my chart, but the Virgo loves lists. So Geminis don't typically like to make lists. I know they like to walk on the wild side. So, but they love facts and they love the data that goes with the list. They just don't want to make lists. It's just really complicated. It's Gemini. So what we want to do is we want to make a list of all these great ideas. We want to make a list of where things are going and like things that are coming into us because follow through during the time of Mercury and Gemini is not, it's not great. It's, it's not the best thing ever. So if you need to record this like on your phone, if you need to send your yourself, if you need to do dictation on your computer, whatever you've got to do to remember all of these great ideas, all these wonderful things, because now is not the time for the follow through. Now's the time for the ideas. When Mercury goes into Cancer, then you'll have some follow through. That will be a good time. So remember, Mercury pretty much follows the sun. So you can look at where the sun is and you can see either Mercury is in the same sign as the sun, right behind it or right before it because it it moves like quick. So sometimes he's ahead of the sun. Sometimes he's behind the sun. Sometimes he's right with it. But when you look at your astrology chart, you're going to notice that Mercury is pretty much like It's really close to wherever the sun is. So that's what I do when I'm looking at everyone's astrology charts. When I'm looking at my client's astrology charts, the first thing I do is I find like the sun on their chart, you know, on their natal chart. And I go, okay. And then I'm like, all right, there's mercury. Boom, boom, boom. Because mercury is either going to be in the same sign as your sun, or it's going to be in the one before it or after it. It's not going to be like six signs away. That's just, that's just the way it is. I know, I know. But Mercury is the second to the smallest planet, I believe. And this is, it's a wonderful, you know, it's a good companion for the sun. Because he's the messenger. He's the communicator. It's wonderful. So, um, when we have Saturn... Saturn is currently in Aquarius, as I said. Um, Pluto is currently in Capricorn. Neptune is currently in Pisces. In Aries, we have Mars, Jupiter, and the asteroid Chiron. We don't often talk about Chiron here, but, you know, Chiron. Um, in Taurus, we have Venus, Uranus, and Mercury. And right now, we only have um, the Sun in Gemini, but on the 13th, Mercury. Will be joining the sun there. So um, we have four planets in Earth right now. Four. So four planets in Earth, and depending on where the moon is, because the moon changes like every two and a half to three days. So you think about that. That's a lot of planets in Earth. We have two in air three in fire and one lonely little planet in water. So you would think that this wouldn't be a super emotional time, but that's where you're wrong. So wait until we start talking about this full moon in Sagittarius that is coming up on the 14th of June, because this one is going to be a doozy as well. So this full moon in Sagittarius is kind of an unburdening time It's a time of just like, okay, let's, let's regroup. Let's just, you know, whatever we need to do, I'm just going to unburden myself Um, because you're reaching an end point of a journey. However, there's some, there's some issues going on with like astrology in general that day. So I'm looking at the chart for that day. For the day that um, the moon, the full moon in Sagittarius. And again, we're still getting all of this energy from the lunar eclipse that we had on May 16th. So when I look at the astrology chart for the for June 14th for the full moon in Sagittarius, the first thing that pops out on me is that Mars and Chiron are conjunct each other. Now, again, a lot of the astrology classes that I took in the past three years did did not really spend a significant time on Chiron, if they talked about him at all. However, Chiron is the wounded healer. I've read that, you know, a lot of this on my own, but Chiron is the wounded healer. So Mars is a lot of ego. Mars is the planet of war. I mean, he's the god of war. Sorry, not the planet, but, um, but he's. Like an aggressive dude. I mean, Mars is so. Mars is in Aries, and that's who he rules. So he's very comfortable in Aries. All right. When he's conjunct the wounded healer of Chiron, we're gonna see a lot of wounded egos emerge. Mm, mm, boy, that's a tough one, isn't it? So when the ego gets hit with a lot of shit. Like, what do we usually do? Well, collectively, people usually turn and go, I got to blame somebody. Who am I going to blame? What am I going to do? For me, the hard part is, is like looking at the situation and going, how did I allow this in? I mean, that's a big one. How did I allow this to come into my life? What door did I open? What did I leave unlocked? What did I leave unattended? Or who did I invite? And then I systematically go to booting that person out. That energy, whatever. And just be like, okay, done. Done. So this is a this is a big time of healing. It's a good time to heal the ego. And I don't think that egos are bad. I think that there's a lot. We need a healthy ego. We need to have that healthy ego like on board just so that we can get through the day. However, we can take it to the extreme as we can with anything, as I do with my love of sugar. Oh, yeah, you can take that to the extreme. So we don't want to do that. We want to keep our ego healthy and sort of in check, you know, put a leash on that dog. I know you don't have to like control, control it, but you need to give it some parameters. I mean, come on. Ego does not need to run wild. We've all seen people that that happens to (laughs) past presidents. (laughs) Well, politicians in general, am I right? I mean, really? So anyway, this is a big, this is a time of seeing like wounded egos emerge. Um, we're also reaching like an endpoint of a battle that we probably started back in um, November, maybe December when the new moon was in Sagittarius. So I'm thinking November. So w- whatever battle we started then, whether it was a battle with ourselves or if it was a battle with someone else, if there was like something going on that was causing chaos, that was causing problems in our lives this is this is a time to address it because we're reaching an end point with that the problem is because of the placement that we have with neptune because of like where this moon is and i'm looking i'm double checking okay it's like it's not a great placement let me tell you i think it's square yep it is it's square the moon is square Neptune on this day during this full moon. Because it is square Neptune, we're going to have a really hard time seeing clearly. So we're going to lack clarity, which is what Neptune brings to the table. Neptune brings like illusions or delusions or just like, I'm not really sure about that. Like what's going on. So what what we're having here is when we have the moon square Neptune during this full moon in Sagittarius. This is, we're really reaching the end of this battle, but we can't see it clearly. We cannot see the end clearly. We don't really know what's happening. We just know it's the end, but we're just taking steps without really fully seeing like what what the next part is, what's going to lead us next. So this is where you have to really start looking at your morals and see what are you placing Importance and value in your life. what what are the things that you're playing placing the most value and importance in your life? Is it your home? Is it your family? Is it your health? which I hope it's all three, honestly. I mean, I don't give a shit if you live in a van down by the river or if you live in a mansion in you know, I don't know Manhattan or wherever they have mansions, I certainly don't live in a mansion. However, It doesn't matter where you live, but if you place value in that home or if you place value in like the things in the home, then you need to see where, what the pecking order it has in your life. Is it outweighing your family? Is it outweighing your health? Like, where is this? What's happening? So look and see where you're placing the heaviest values in your life and and just evaluate it. It's not like you're doing it wrong. I mean, if your health is like the most important thing, maybe you're recovering from like a disease or maybe you're recovering from like illness or something like that, then that should be a really important thing. If your children are the most important thing in your life, then, you know, I applaud you. You know, if laundry is the most important thing in your life and some days, let's face it, it is. But. You have to address what is important to you. And this is a good time to do it in this full moon. So take a look back. What battle did you begin? Maybe sometime in November, maybe even in December, maybe even October, because it was around that period of time. What battle did you begin then? Was it a battle with yourself? Was it a battle with someone else? Like what was what was going on? And now you're reaching the end of it, okay? But you just can't see what is coming next. Don't be afraid. Just embrace the fact that the battle is coming to an end. It's going to be beautiful. It really is. So remember to keep your egos in check during this time, during this week, this full moon in Sagittarius on the 13th. And I believe I'm just double checking because I can't read this calendar without my glasses and I don't want to put them on. Um, It is definitely going to be on, I'm sorry, it's on the 14th. On June 14th, is definitely going to be on the 14th. I don't think it matters what time zone you're in. I think it is definitely on the 14th. And um, so take a look at yourself. Take a look at what battles you've begun and start Examining these things. This is a really great time to, to examine this because Saturn in retrograde in Aquarius is helping you out by reviewing some of this stuff, and it's a good idea to review it while you still have the illusion of Neptune, of Neptune and Pisces before he goes retrograde the last week of June and rips the band-aid right off, takes those rose-colored glasses off, and you're just like <sighs> oh God, this is going to be super scary. Yeah. Yeah. We've got four planets in earth people. So I mean, everybody should be really well and grounded, (laughs) maybe a little too grounded, but, um, we don't have a lot in water. As usual, we just have one planet in water right now until the sun goes into Cancer. So we'll be seeing that too coming up shortly around the summer solstice. I know. I'm very excited about this week. This is for the week of June 12th through June 18th. And I am very excited about this week because, well, I mean... We've made it this far. So if you have a lot of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio or Aquarius in your chart, especially in your top three, your sun, moon or rising, make sure that you haven't dismissed the fact that that lunar eclipse that we had on May 16th is the gift that keeps on giving and it's going to keep giving until probably this fall. I know. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) so we're looking at probably about four to five more months of this, maybe even six, but this is, it's a tough time for different signs at different times, don't be alarmed, it's not always going to be your turn, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, it'll come around and hit Virgo smack in the face, believe me, I've experienced it. I hope you guys have a great week and join me for another astrology chats when chat when we have like some more shifts taking place. Bye.